our father, before that, no Jewish citizen ever called God father. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Our father who art in heaven. That word heaven is not where he stays. That word heaven there is where he operates from. Yeah. Our father who operates from heaven. Heaven is not only his address. Heaven is where he operates from. It is his place of government where he orders lifestyle from. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now that you can connect with praise and worship and you can look at all the different names of praise and worship. Yada, Tauda, Tahila and all the different names of Greek and Hebrew in that, okay? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then he nails something that no one ever prayed before. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. To pray accurately. <clears throat> you've got to understand, number one, who you are. You've got to understand who you are. Secondly, you've got to understand your purpose. Yeah, upon the earth. Thirdly, you've got to understand one thing and one thing only. What did Jesus come to teach? What did Jesus come to teach? What did he come to do? He came to show the kingdom of God. You're a quick learner, eh? Yeah. I know that. That's not Jesus not came to show the kingdom. That's the, go Luke chapter 6, 34. Don't go there now. You can go home and read it. Yeah. Luke says... After this, Jesus went about in all the regions, only expounding the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus did. You go to Matthew 6, 33. And this is the priority of those that follow Christ. He says, seek ye first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Number one, it must be your top priority, the kingdom of God. We pray, we, we say that... Uh, uh, in our lifestyle, in the church today, the first order is to worship God. Right? The second order is to know the Word. Okay? And then I can give a, a whole lot of lists. Jesus says, first and, first and foremost, seek the kingdom of God <coughs> and His righteousness. And what's the result of that? Matthew 6, 33. 6, 33. Thank you. 33. 33. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, God and his, his righteousness. Righteousness, okay? The kingdom of God and righteousness is parallel. Yeah. Right? And now what happens after that? And all these things shall be added unto you. All these what things? The things of heaven. All the things the heathen seek for. Yeah. What does the heathen seek for? The heathen does not seek God. The heathen seeks things. Yeah. Right, Elsabi? Mm -hmm. So you see, the thing is this. He's not saying, forget about all the other stuff, forget about the houses and, and food and children and rent. And that's, that's part and parcel of what yeah. comes when you seek the kingdom of God. So that follows your pursuit of the kingdom of God. That's your priority no more. Seek the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And what happens after that? You would ask me nicely now, I'll explain to you. You're seeking the kingdom of God. 
serves as an attracting magnet for things to be drawn to you. Michael seeks the kingdom. Okay? Now, please don't get upset if I use Michael in his example. I can use anybody in his example. Yeah. Michael seeks the kingdom of God. And as he seeks the kingdom of God, first priority, guess what? Mad foods explode. Mm. Come on, man. <laughs> you like that? I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, my God. If we understand kingdom, as Jesus explained it, Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come. So there's a place where it comes from, right? Mm. Thy kingdom come. And be on earth, yeah, the cosmos, as it is in heaven. heaven. The problem is, we don't believe you and I in prayer can bring heaven down to reside upon the earth. Amen. I'll say amen just to stimulate myself. The kingdom comes when you have an accurate understanding of kingdom. And when you have an accurate understanding of kingdom and you pursue the kingdom, heaven opens for you. Simple, guys. Simple. So prayer takes on a new meaning then. Now, I've been taught how to pray in church dimensions. It was difficult for me to unlearn that mechanism. Yeah. Difficult. Still difficult, guys. Yeah. So a week before Christmas, I was thinking, uh, how, how am I and Marion and the family, my family, going to make Christmas? Everybody wants to have a nice meal, right? Mm. Now, if you're American, you will have some turkey mm. on the table. If you're South African, you like to have some gammon. Mm. Right? You like to have a little <laughs> Christmas feeling. And I'm trying to show you, you know, when things are not there, mm. you begin to fret and worry. And as I, be as I begin to, to ponder things, I said, Lord, you promised. Mm -hmm. Did we have a good Christmas? No. Did you have Cameron? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I still have Cameron left. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You know, when, when somebody gives you a diamond this size, you don't use everything. No. You keep for tomorrow as well. Yeah. So when, when I began to look at this, you know, seek the kingdom first. And the kingdom of God becomes the supply line of what God has provided. Please guys, you have to understand this. I'm using terminology that you never heard before. When you seek the kingdom <laughs> of God first, the kingdom seeking becomes the supply line what God has provided for you. Amen. I'll say it again. Yes. I'm saying it for myself as well. Mm. When you seek the kingdom of God, first and foremost, make it a priority. Mm. The kingdom becomes the resource of supply line yes. for God to provide for you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, when you begin to understand who you are, now I want to show you tonight, basically, shortly, who you are. Who you are, okay? and you gotta you gotta help me here tonight. The kingdom must be exposed in the earth. The kingdom must be manifested in the earth. How is kingdom manifested? Now, there's different sectors of life. I'm gonna mention a couple of two, couple to you, and if you if you have more, then you also mention it, okay? 
there's a section of government, mm -hmm. right? There's a section of medicine, mm -hmm. hospital, hospitalization and stuff like that. There's a step that, that falls under the medical field, okay? There's a section of justice, justice. Under that is policing and courts and law, whatever, right? <coughs> then there's a section of agriculture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then there's a section of, I would say to you, church. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then the section of education. Okay. Is there anything I... Transport. Transport. Okay. You see, there's, 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 if, you, if you check, there's more things that come up. Those are the things we don't touch in church. Okay. Do you have my attention now? Do I have your attention? Yes. Because I want you to get me. Do you have your attention? Yes. All we do in church is we sing, we clap hands and we go home because God met our needs in the meeting. Right? Now, you got to understand Genesis 1, 26 to 28. You've got to understand that. It's paramount for us when you to, to look at that and study that verse until we understand the purpose of God is to let us make men in our image after our likeness. And let them have what? Dominion. Let them have dominion. Now, now we want to create a culture of dominion amongst the believers. But in order to do that, you've got to understand image and likeness. Likeness is resemblance. Mm -hmm. Image is basically exactly the same. Mm -hmm. no. Alright? Mm -hmm. The problem with us the church is this. You have never, ever, I've never in my life in the charismatic circles, in Pentecostal circles, in evangelical circles heard anyone say you are exactly like God. Mm -hmm. I've never heard that. I was also against it. How can a human sinner be like God? Right. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God made Christ sin. He didn't say, sin Jesus, do some acts. He said, God made Christ sin. The subject matter is the nature of sin. God made him the nature of sin. Now let me just paraphrase that again. Okay, we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. For God made him Christ who knew no sin. Sin. Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Amen. God made him sin. The nature of sin, God made him. Why? So that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The problem is we have not been told that. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, Dawn, you are the righteousness of God in Christ I Jesus. I am. Oh, I know that. Kara, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Even with all stuff and all. The moment you go like this, I'm the righteousness <laughs> of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> I'm not joking, guys. Yeah. You see, the thing is this. We, we believe when, when, when John says perfect love casts out all fear. No. No, Tim, Timothy says this. Perfect love casts out all fear. Okay? No. Then we think it's for demons and devils. Okay? Mm. 
we I gotta show you something about 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 fear. Fear keeps you away from realizing who God made you to be. I mean, that's true. Fear, and the enemy, he feasts on fear. Mm. When there's no fear, he cannot enter in. Mm. Oh man, please, I'm not gonna talk I mean, about fear true. tonight. Right now, Genesis mm-hmm. one twenty six is the cataclysmic verse of the whole of Scripture. Mm. Without that verse, case closed. Without that verse, case closed. Now, I'm going to show you something, some things tonight so that you can learn to pray right. Mm. Okay, I know you're in a rush to pray, but you've got to learn to pray right. Mm. Right, now, <clears throat> let us make man in our image, image, right? Perfection of God after our likeness. The word image there is the word talem. T-S-E-L-E-M in the Hebrew talem, which means exactly, exactly like him. Let us make man in our image, in our exactness. Nothing short, nothing lacking, complete like us. In morality especially. Okay? Not in flesh, in morality, in will and emotions, in mindset, it's made you exactly like God. There's no other being in the whole of the universe that has a mind to make up on his own. No other being but you and me. What does it make you? A sovereign being. Who's the other only soul, other only being that's sovereign God. in the whole of the God? So God has created you exactly like Him. He 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 respects your sovereignty of will so much you won't even touch it. Mm. You've got to understand this, guys. Mm. For accurate praying, now, can you imagine you have sovereignty of will and living below that level of sovereignty? Okay. The level of sovereignty is expressed in the prodigal son, Luke chapter 16. When this young man comes to the father, his father, and says, I want my inheritance. Now, if you know Jewish culture, you do not the youngest person don't get inheritance unless the older person gets his inheritance first. The younger one comes and says, I want my inheritance. The father says, okay, you can have your inheritance. He takes his inheritance, okay? And he goes out into a far country and mess it up. That's sovereignty of all. The father says you can have it. He goes out on his own. It's sovereign. The father says, I respect it. He goes out on his own. What does the father do, Karan? And the son goes, look at me. Why? He's the father's son. I want to just quickly show you something between the father's son relationship. You are a son of the father, right? But there's another order. If you go to Genesis, uh, uh, Matthew chapter 1, you find a father-son relationship right to Genesis, uh, Matthew chapter 1. Right throughout. Son, son, father, son, and so and so beget, so and so and so and so. That is natural. But in Matthew chapter 16, when Jesus asked, who does the people say I am? They say to him, 
They say some say you are Elijah, others say you are John the Baptist, others say you are a prophet. And he asks, he says, who do you say I am? My associates. And then Peter says, thou art the, the Christ, the, the what? The son of, the son of who? The God. Okay. What does he say? You are the Christ, the son of the living God. It's not the Christ dimension alone. It's the Christ, the son of the living God. That's power. That comes with power. No. Not just Christ. Anybody can be called Christ. The word Christ for Ethiopian means Lord. The word Christ for the Jews means King. It's that word afterwards, the Son of the Living God. And Jesus tells Peter, Blessed are you, Simon, son of? You see what I'm trying to show you? Simon, son of Barjona? But flesh and blood. Barjona did not reveal the Son to you, but my Father. Who? My Father. So at that moment when, when Peter recognized Jesus as the Son of God, there is a switch taking place from Simon being the son of Barzona, oh. Simon now becoming son of God. You've got to understand father-son relationship. Yes. We'll go into that sometime later. Yes. You've got to understand that. Most people do not like that. I tell you right now, if you go, if you go to understand the blessings of father-son relationship, now this is not something that has been taught in church at the moment. Right? If you want to understand the blessing of father-son relationship, you'll do yourself a massive favor, right? And I just want to use one example. Saul becomes king. Okay? And after Saul becomes king, the country goes down. Right? David becomes king afterwards. And not long after David becomes king, there's a famine in the land. David seeks the face of the Lord. That's what he used to do. He seeks the face of God. Why is there a famine in the land? Because David knew famine comes because of something, something wrong in the past. You get it? Curses comes because of something wrong in the past. So David goes to the books of history and studies the book of history. And then he comes and says, Okay, here's the problem. Saul, the king, is buried one place. And his son Jonathan is buried another place. David says, go dig up the bones. Dig up the corpse of these two guys. And let them be buried where the kings are supposed to be buried. There was a designated place for kings and sons to be buried. And once they dig, out, dig them up, King Saul's body and Jonathan's body, and they put them together in one grave site, the famine stops. Hello, guys. Go read. He wants something interesting. Go read how Saul, how Samuel first, in the time of Samuel, as a judge, Israel had no enemies. No enemies. Powerful judge. Right? Israel had no enemies. And not a single word of Samuel fell to the ground in vain. Picture of Christ. Right? The people come to Samuel and say, we want the king. At that moment, Samuel should have said, no, 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 no. This is not God's order. God is your king. Right? Yeah. He gave them the desire. Goes to God and God says, do they know what they are? He goes to God and says, they have rejected me as Samuel. And God says, no, they haven't rejected you as Samuel. They have rejected me as God. Yeah. Give them whatsoever they want. And this is the warning God gives them. That man, that king, 
is going to lay them, lay them downward burdens, mm -hmm. and it's going to text them to death. You like the text, Sister Michael? I hate it. Yeah. People said to me, oh, the petrol price is coming down with 73, 74 cents. I said, no, man, they should give us 38%, 50% release of the, the levy, mm -hmm. the tax system. Mm -hmm. The unfair become, because Saul did something wrong in the past. Okay, enough said about that. Now, and the, when, when, when these two guys, David's, David's uh, discovered that Saul is buried one side, and Jonathan wants to bring the two together. He brings the order of king, and the, the next in line, Jonathan, supposed to be, bring them together, and the curse stops. I want to say to you tonight, find yourself a father. Things will come right in your life. If that's Brian telling him he's supposed to have been here. Now, well, Sam, I'm trying to say to you, we need to bring heaven down upon the earth. The problem is we don't know how. Can anybody tell me now how do you bring heaven down to earth? Are we on? Yes, give me an ears, 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 give me an ears. Now, I'm going to take you to Genesis 28. Don't go there. I'll give you a paraphrase. Because I don't want you to take my time up for reading the scripture again. No? You're supposed to know it already. Jacob comes back and he has a dream. He has a dream. He lays his head upon a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He lays his head upon a stone. He's tired. Right? Tired. The man said, I greet me. I greet you in my ex-son. up a club comes laughing. But that was the order that they then. He lays down his head, he sleeps. While he sleeps, he has a dream. You remember the dream? Yes. Stairway there. A stairway that comes from heaven, right? It's a stairway from the heavens into the earth, and another thing from the earth angels into heaven. And then on top of that, there's angels sending up and down. No, divers ni alir ni means as a belief. It was almost like a freeway. Up in heaven, angels were descending up and down. Not little, bitty, tiny angels. Mm. They were descending up and down all over the show. That tells me heaven can be accessed by us. Yeah. Hello. Right. He dreams that angels are trafficking, coming from heaven, going up from going up into heaven, from the earth, up in heaven, from the heavens, down to the earth, up and down, up and down. And guess what? The, the bottom of the ladder is mounted, set in the earth, set in the earth. Set, set, solid, founded in the earth. But the amazing thing is, who stands at the top of the ladder? The Lord. That word Lord there means Jesus Christ. Okay? In prehistoric format. Mm. He stands in the heavens. He says, He is the one. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Okay? And He is the one through which you ascend into heaven and you descend from heaven into the earth. Christ. Yes. That's how you access the heavens. Christ. 
But the problem is if you don't know him. If you don't know him. You're going to ask and do the wrong mechanism. So my aim is to teach you. That you better begin to understand. For the two-way trafficking to work thy kingdom come on earth. As it is in heaven. Do you see that? Yeah. On earth, the letter, as it is in heaven. Yes. For you to understand that dimension, you need to understand who you are. Yes, amen. And only when you understand who you are, then you provide God access into the earth. Yep. And I shock you tonight. God doesn't have access into the earth. That's a bomb, people. God cannot come and do what he wants in the earth. You know why? Let us make men and let them have dominion. Are you with me tonight? Yes. God cannot just come and aid you, no matter what you pray. Why? He gave stewardship, management, pasca to men upon the earth. Don't you tell me. But when men fell, the earth authority went to the devil. It didn't belong to man. He was just given management rights, stewardship, not ownership. If you go into a rental agreement with anybody, you have a lease agreement for a period of time. You are not the boss. Am I right? You are just the one that rents. There's a legal agreement between you and the owner. And the owner has more rights than you. But while you follow the law on the lease, the owner cannot do what he wants to. He can't even come in there. That is what God has done. God gave men sovereignty upon the earth. And to breach sovereignty is criminal in the heavens. For God to access the earth, he needs a man to comply with his law. Mm. People, you must understand this now. Mm. When you don't understand law, and you do not pray law, God cannot come and help you. Are, are, we, are we on the same level? What's the right? What, what's, what's your right for being in the earth? What is your right to be in the earth? What is my right to be in the yeah, earth? What is your right? If, 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 if someone comes to ask you, uh, do you have a right to be in the earth? Yes. What's your right? Prove it. Where is the right? No. No. Do you hear what it says? No. Where did you get your body from? Being born. Yes. Thank you, Malcolm, for that. This body, this body gives you the right to be in the earth. God blew his spirit into man, the flesh. That's the right to be in the earth. For God to come into the earth and have rights, he had to become and get, he get the rights from a body. Jesus comes into the earth. Man, please, can I just quickly show you Jesus? Not on the Christmas scene. On reality, Mary was about, they say, between 14 to 16, 17 years old when she got pregnant. 
Joseph was not even, you know, he just had his, uh, what do you call it? Bar mitzvah. Right? He just, he was just, but mitzvah doesn't mean you're a man. You're getting into manhood now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mary comes to him and says to him, I'm pregnant of the Holy Ghost. What does Joseph want to do? He wants to put her away because shame. Mm-hmm. In other words, they're going to say we, we, had an, we had a sexual relationship before we got married. Mm-hmm. While he's thinking that, God appears unto him in a dream and says, don't put her away. That thing conceived by her is of the Holy Ghost. Take her as your own. Do you ever imagine what they went through? Hmm? They were not accepted there to run. They had to flee from town to town. Can I ask you, what do you think the manger was? Hotel? Stables. Where was he born? In a manger, in a manger, a little eating trough, a drinking trough that they tried out for him to be laid there. Wasn't nice people. That's for poor people. Right? You think it was nice for Mary to give birth? She had no family around her? No mother? No auntie? No one. Joseph knew nothing about that. I think Joseph was sitting there. Oh, they all bad. They don't know what to do. <laughs> Mary to suffer alone. Come on, guys. Let's not yeah. play Christmas here. Yeah. Let's play reality here. Yeah. In a manger amongst cows and, and sheep and stuff like that. Jesus was born a, uh, a mitz manure. Yeah. In a crawl. That's a belief, man, sir. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Mm. No one had time for these guys. Uh, they come to the inn. How old are you? I'm 14, 15. Oh, you did that thing. You get it. Yeah. Where's your husband? Yes, sir, Joseph. And they were dirty people. They were traveling for how long? Right? Mm. So don't come and tell me little Jesus, Bethlehem. Mm. Don't give me bony M. Mm. I said, believe in Mariah Carey. Oh, silent night. There was nothing silent about the night, man. Just, just forgive me. I'm getting angry about the church. It's really gullible. So this letter descending was a letter from heaven into the earth, right? Mm. Now, it's Christ is on the top of a letter. And you take the letter and bring it into today's lifestyle. Mm. We are not the church. Where is Jesus on this letter now? Today? Jesus mm. should be the, the letter. Mm. That whole letter should that's, be that's here. That's one idea. Mm. Now, look at me. Say after me, Christ in you. Christ, Christ in you. Mm. And it doesn't make you the letter. Mm-hmm. Amen. And listen to me. Yeah. If Jesus is at the top of the letter in the old covenant, in the new covenant, as Malcolm says, he becomes the letter. You are the letter. Because Jesus, after he was crucified, resurrected, sat down in the ascension next to the Father. Mm. Hello? Yeah, and he's held back in the heavens until everything has been restored, guys. I don't want to go into that now. Mm-hmm. Everything has been restored completely. What must be restored? Israel? No. Mankind. Yeah. So then you become the letter. Mm. I call you tonight the valve, the door, the portal, mm. the gateway, the vortex between God and the earth. Yeah. You. God is looking. 
or an accurate representation. Right now. Okay? Ephesians 2, 2 verse 10. It says the church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. The church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. It does not say apostles and prophets is the foundation. It says that the church is built by apostles and prophets upon the foundation. And if you go to 1 Corinthians 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the two chapters says Christ is the foundation. So apostles and prophets... I call them, in fact, the whole fivefold, I call them the technicians of Christology. You want to understand Christ, okay, fine? Now listen to me. I'm not against church people. They said to you the other night, I feel for church. My heart is for the church. My mission is to bring the church back to God. That's my mission. That's my, that's my aim and aim. You know, if only I understood this now, 30 years ago when I left Bible school. But if I understood then, I would have achieved a lot now, by, by the way. Now, the foundation of church is Christ. Now, can you imagine if the apostles and prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors do not understand Christ? What foundation would they lay? Kingdom from there. They will not be able to lay foundation. You have a house, right? Mm. Okay. If your house was built by people not laying the foundation, would you move in? In fact, will you, will you allow people to build your house, Michael, that does not know how to read the architectural plan? Mm -mm. There's procedures. Mm. If the foundation is laid properly, then you build the house. Yes. The church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. If they don't understand the pattern, the architectural design of Christ right, they're not going to build accurate. In one sentence, that's where our problem lies. One sentence, we have a wrong building mechanism. We don't understand the architectural plan of heaven. What did God say to Moses? See that you build strictly according to the pattern shown to you in the heavens. Yeah. Strictly according to the pattern. That should be our motto. Build strictly according to the pattern. Stop with this. We must stop with this Jesus Savior. Jesus Messiah. Let's look at Jesus as the pattern son. Let's look at Jesus as the, the architecture of sonship. And unfold him, analyze him, unlock him, investigate him in order to build accurately. That's why I have a heart for church. Because they both wrong. We both, I say we, not, not the church out there, I say we both wrong. The church is built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. You go now to churches. I'll be very, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be very, I'll be very happy if you find if you find through authentic apostles in local congregations. Yeah. I'll be very very happy, but you don't find them. Yeah. If you ask somebody, what is an apostle? 
They will tell you, and the pastor, somebody plants churches. I said, okay. He said, oh. And I stopped there. Can you ask, can I tell you what, is, what must an apostle do for you, basically? An apostle must unlock Christ for you, number one. That's his first priority. Secondly, an apostle must build Christ in you. That is apostolic function. Paul says to the Galatians, I travail as like a woman in birth pain for Christ to be formed in you. That is what the apostleship is about. People I had to fight to get to teach this stuff. Fivefold grace, Ephesians chapter 4. Gave, said in the church, not, not, not that, he said when he, when he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men, yeah. apostles, yeah. prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors to do what? For the equipping of the, the saints, saints yeah. for the work of ministry. The word equip there is a is a is a, is a confectionery. It's a word of it's it's a restaurant word. It's a it's a kitchen word basically. Equipping means basically to bring you in line. When you go to a chef and you order a dish, the chef takes all that ingredients and brings it in line to serve you something wonderful. That's what the word equipping means. To bring you in line to be served wonderfully. It also, it's also a medical word. Right? Equipping means to bring you back in medical terms to your original position. Now I have an arm now my arms is not as thick as you guys, so I'm not like you. I fell, I'm a trick, I fell on this arm, my weight, and it broke right here. You see, I'll be, not here, this, hanging here like this now. I was hanging here. Yeah, right down here. Two bones broke off completely. And I didn't know what to do. I did it back, and I didn't feel, I just fell back again. Uh, afterwards, I discovered it. I broke the arm, I was in the hospital, about three days, and... Operation done, x-ray is done, and when, when the, the cast was taken off, okay, they showed me the x-ray, they said they, they've connected the two bones wrong, they should undo it again. So I went for another operation, basically, to connect the bones again. When I learned later on that the word equip means to bring you back in line, I remember what the surgeon showed me, this is your bones now, broken. But totally messed up. We have to cut you open to bring you back in line. That's what the word equip means in the Greek. To bring you back in line. To set your bones as it was originally set. Mm. Paul says, the equipping of the saints. The equipping of the saints. To bring you back in line with your original position. God set you to be. That is what we're supposed to do. How are we going to get that right? By changing our mindsets. Mm. Yeah. For you to understand repentance. Repentance is not uh, uh, anybody here tonight who wants to give their heart to Jesus Christ, put up your hand. That's the initial phase, right? But then you come in and you need to be brought in line with the original position. In the study of prayer, we're going to take you back to your original position. Mm. Right? Where you had a right to walk with God. And dominate the earth. Right? Analyzing, understanding, 
and bringing you back in line. I'm going to close tonight with this. Remember, we're just laying a foundation for you to pray right, okay? 1 Corinthians 12. God said in the church, first, what? First, God said in the church, first, apostles, second, prophets, third, teachers. That was written. That first chapter, first Corinthians chapter 12 was written after Paul wrote Ephesians. Ephesians was written before. But in, they say about 15 to 20 years later, Paul had a different understanding of how church should operate. 1st Corinthians 1, 1st Corinthians, Corinthians and 2nd Corinthians 1 is church apostolic operation in motion. Timothy and Titus tells you how apostles are supposed to function together with 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Corinthians tells you how church is supposed to function. What is the, what is the predominant title today in church? Pastor. God said in the church first. I didn't write this, guys. First apostle, second prophets, the teachers. Not pastor, pastor, pastor. The church sounds like an Italian restaurant today. I'm not against church. I want to set things right. That's my aim. That's my goal. Right? And together with that comes a grace. Where do you belong to? Where do you, where do you belong? Which, which church you go to? When I go to this church, I go to that church. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Who's the main man? Pastor so-and-so. Oh, you go to Italian restaurant. You're not going to church, basically. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, that's a joke, right? But it's true. What does God do? What does God do? When you, have you ever heard people... Uh, now, this is Pentecostalism, eh? People, you come into a church where people, people have still time to greet and still testify. And they come like this. Now, God has said in Afrikaans. Everybody has said Afrikaans. I'll transfer. I will, Chris, I will also explain. I will also translate to you. you know? They come in church and they, the first thing they say when it's time to work, it's time to right? And they say, God is a pastor. He is a pastor. How does God, what is, how does God greet? Go read how Paul greets. Paul, an apostle. Hey, Paul comes in in all letters first. He says, Paul, an apostle of what? Jesus Christ. Paul represents a different order, guys. I wish I had time to talk about this order of Christ. Paul, an apostle. Apostle of Jesus Christ. It's not just a title. It's a huge function. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. In other words, I, like Jesus Christ, I came to represent the kingdom. Are you with me tonight? This is the foundation, the introduction for the new year to understand prayer. Any questions for that? Anybody here to eye open? No. Sir, thank you very much. First time I've heard you. And uh, there's a wealth of <coughs> understanding and knowledge that you have. You picked up on my life first, Matthew 6.33, mm -hmm. which I'm very grateful.
the Lord for. Thanks, Michael, for the invite. I wasn't going to come tonight and even think about tonight, so that, that's the Lord. Um, and then, and then I, I can see there's, there's a lot of... I didn't want to interrupt you because your time is limited and you want to teach us to pray. But there's a lot of um, questions, uh, interaction, mm -hmm. that I can see will be valuable going forward mm -hmm. in understanding because for me, the biggest challenge is, and you alluded to the church quite often, but this, this is the church. Mm -hmm. And you know, when Paul went and he had to correct and admonish and rebuke and teach to the churches, he was speaking to people and he said, there's other people that are coming that are not of, this. of the Lord. He just put them out if they continue. Mm -hmm. Or they must be changed. But there's only one body of Christ, which is the church, the called out ones, the Ecclesia. Right, right. And that brick and mortar is a system yeah, that wasn't yeah. there. No, it started in, in, in the homes, mm -hmm. in the synagogues to the homes. And sometimes we still talk about like a us and them, or mm -hmm. them and us. But we are, we are the body of Christ. And mm -hmm. those are right, fellow, right. fellow brothers and sisters that we pray for. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they're open to... You know, learning and acquiring yeah. more knowledge, and, and that's what we have to do. Because, and I like your example with the exile, because God is building, Jesus is putting mm -hmm. His yeah. body together. We are in that body, mm -hmm. and we can ask which denomination, congregation mm -hmm. you belong to. Um, if you read Revelations, you know John was yeah, told to the seven churches, but at the end of the day, you'll see it's one mm -hmm. church. They were just mm -hmm. in seven different places, but. There's one body, and that's us. And we have to be that that light and salt to our fellow brothers and sisters. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't want to. Uh, when I say church out there, all right, fine. I speak from where I am at the moment. Mm. It's not derogatory against church. Mm. Right? I've been there. I've been there. The difference is. The difference is when Christ came, <clears throat> they didn't understand him. They crucified him. Do you understand the difference I'm trying to say to you? Because they didn't, they didn't understand, understand that. that. No, 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 I'm not no, trying to no, justify no. myself. I'm trying to show you there's, there's church and there's church. Okay, fine. And, and, and because of the, the chasm between the original pattern of God, Genesis 1, 26, 28, and where we are now, you know, you would have to learn and learn and learn and learn. For me, this is the, this is the most, this happening here is one of the most serious things I've ever been busy with. This is not against church out there. This is, as I told Michael the other day, if, if I can just find one person, a DJ person to represent the kingdom, you remember? Represent the kingdom. But that's my aim, my goal. Other guys are called to the world out there, and I don't like the word world, I don't like the word world. They want to go and evangelize. My field, because I was saying Afrikaans, my akker is a kerk. That's me now. I've been called to bring the church back to him. We have gone astray. Totally astray. Totally astray. We need to come back. And be what God wants us to be. In the future, we'll, we'll discuss ecclesia. What does ecclesia really mean? I, I'm not talking about a literal teaching only. I can give you a lot of information on ecclesia now. But I'm telling you right now, unless we begin to practice that, and part of prayer is the legal authority of the ecclesia. That's prayer. Mm -hmm. Right? 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. We need to be, we need to come to a place where you say, Fine, I need to go and seek out what heaven has for certain people and release that, unlock that, you know, and bring it down. That's that's what prayer really is, basically. One of the dimensions of prayer. Okay? So guys, this is the, this is not something easy to deal with. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been battered, I've been bruised by church over and over again. But listen, if I have to do it again, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. My <clears throat> aim is to bring us back to this original position man had with God. Right? <clears throat> my, or, my aim is to bring us back to the original position Adam, human beings, had with God in the beginning. Yes. Challenge you, go read First John chapter 1, verse 1. Well, the first five verses of that, you'll be amazed at what it says. Mm. Okay? Can I pray? You don't mind me if I stand up? No. It doesn't, you, you can sit, it doesn't matter. I'm going to sit here. It doesn't mean you have more authority when you, you can sit, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you have more authority when you pray. I just, mm -hmm. I just want to loosen my, my legs. And I'm not as young as I'm young anymore. You know, it's, uh, mm -hmm. I want my blood to flow again, you know, and so mm -hmm. You're just standing at the beginning of a new year. Yes, but for you, nothing's new, Father. Mm -hmm. For us, it's 2022. For you, it's just Genesis 1, 21, Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And I can see you waiting there until men realize they are here to represent you. All your splendor, in all your wonder, in all your awesomeness, in all your authority. That's what we are here for. Yes. My prayer tonight is open our eyes. Yes. Open our eyes. Paul teaches us the apostolic worth of prayer. I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. Enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Above the normal. Yes. I'm not satisfied with God with who I am. I'm not satisfied with my lack and my shortcomings of God in representation of who you are. I know there are people that can come and tell me you did something wrong here, you did something wrong there. I know that. And that, oh God, I'm not satisfied with. In other words, I'm asking you, Help us to grow beyond our shortcomings and our lack. And Father, our blindness concerning Christ. That's my cry. Show us Christ. Show us who He is. We just come out of a season of Christmas. We sang songs of old, old Bethlehem star and old silent herald angels sing. But my God is not a baby anymore. He's the King of Kings, yes. He's the Lord of Lords. Meaning, He's the King and we are the Kings with Him. He's the Lord and we are the Lords with Him. Bring us to the understanding of God. We are supposed to be governors of the earth. We are supposed to be in charge of the earth. But when you go, to and fro in the earth, oh God. I don't think you find people in charge on your behalf upon the earth. 
because we are satisfied with having church. I'm telling you right now, I am not satisfied with having church. I am not satisfied with having church because, Lord, Jesus came as King of Kings. And he died as King. Upon the cross was written the inscription, the King of the Jews. And he died for the fact that he was King. If we are in his stature, if we are like him and Christ is in us, then I pray for our sight to be awakened yes, yes. so that we can understand, O oh God, who we are. Yes. Help us to understand, O oh God, the process of how the kingdom invades the earth. Yeah, Without you. us understanding that we are doors and valves and portals through <clears> which the kingdom flow, yes, you cannot operate in the earth. Yes. So I pray, O oh God, that in this territory where we are, in Monte Vista, oh God, in the surrounding areas of Panorama, in Edgemead, and other areas close by, oh Lord, we pray, oh God, from this area will come forth churches that will represent apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors who will equip the saints for the work of ministry until we all come to the measure and the stature of Christ. That is our aim. And I pray, O oh God, that you will open eyes, not only us, but those around us, our brothers and our sisters out there. Malcolm said they are part and parcel of the body. We are not different than them. We don't have more grace than them. We are part and parcel of the body. So when I pray, O oh God, open our eyes, I, I pray, I pray, O oh God, open the eyes of your church in Cape Town in a 360 degree right around the world. In other words, I'm asking you, send out apostles, send out prophets, send out word of God. But let the word fall upon good ground, ears to hear and eyes to see. And as the word go out, people of God must understand. Father, we ask you tonight. I'm asking you this, oh God, at the beginning of the year, we are standing here with needs. That you meet our needs. In Christ. Uh, help us to unlock Christ so that our needs, our needs in providence can be met. Our needs in healing, O oh Father, can be manifest, O oh God, in health. Our needs in shortcomings and finances, O oh God, can be manifest in wealth. I pray, O oh God, for prosperity in spirit, soul, and body. For everybody here and those that are not here, oh God, and our families, oh Father. And I pray, my God, that we will begin to see the effect of this prayer now, tonight. As we go home, oh Father, open the eyes of our understanding in dreams and visions, oh God, in dark speech, oh Father. Speak to us in a silent morning, silent voice, in a silent voice in the morning hours, oh Father. When we wake up, oh Father, waken us with your voice. I pray, my God, open our eyes concerning Scripture. The Scripture, Father, is your law. And let our law, let your law become our lifestyle. My prayer tonight, David says, David says the opening of thy word brings forth light. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my heart. Let the word of God become that unto us. This is my prayer tonight. Amen.
Anybody else need pray in a specific way? When you go in for the operation? 20th. 20th, okay. Keep maxing your prayers, okay? And uh, what you doing is going on the 11th, so. Okay, the hip. No sponsor. Hmm? No sponsor. Oh, we've also anointed out with very bad circulation. Oh. And uh, they discovered that in this leg, <coughs> it's actually worse than that leg. The whole bottom section of the leg, mm. the veins are not serving any purpose whatsoever. They're not connected to the main cell. So they're going to take it out. Vein. So there's no activity there. Mm. And this one is worse than that one. Okay. So what they're going to be doing, they're going to be cauterizing a um, couple of veins from the knee down. Mm. And then they fill it with a foam. Mm. And then they'll also be removing uh, veins from the knee up to the groin mm. on both legs. Taking them out or taking them completely out. They don't need to replace them. It's veins that just they they become obsolete. They they cannot be. They're not. They're not. They're not carrying they're blood. They're not serving this purpose up anymore. To the heart. So At the so moment, um, blood is going down and it's staying there and it's getting. Uh, it's. Uh, don't want, don't, don't it's want to cooling over there. It's not yeah, going back it's not up. Going back up because the, the so it's causing problems. Valve is not closing and pro opening mm. properly like it's. So I have a lot of pain in my joint. The ankle, okay. valve of the heart, blood. No, the valves in the leg. Because you've got valves where the veins, yeah. where the blood runs down. Mm. So they, it goes down perfectly, but it doesn't come back yeah. up properly because the valves aren't working. Sorry, properly. Just understand. So let's say you've got ten veins going down your leg. I don't know how many, and they're going to take. Let's say. No, they're just going to take the unnecessary ones. Just the ones that are. Just the ones that are not functioning. Not functioning. Yeah. It's like yeah. Erica's veins that they're going to be. And then those five that remain are good enough yes. for the circulation. Yeah. Well, the one they never touch is the main artery. They never touch the main artery. Would you mind me laying hands on you? Yeah, know? I was going to say, you know, we pray after. No, as, as, as you said, with Mike speaking, you know, is that it's still, it, it, they're still going to perform and the it, operation. And it was not maybe. pleasant having that, that screen. That I was actually, I wouldn't say violated, but yeah, I was yeah, very I uncomfortable. And it was a woman that did it as well. Mm. So I was basically lying on the table in my underpants, and she had this. I was there, so everything so was okay. So not right here, in between yeah. the yeah. whole yeah. situation. Yeah. was violated. It's not, you know, you need to discern, is it, is it myself you know, wanting to pray? And also, Auntie Dawn is going to go well, up on the 11th to get confirmation about when her yeah. um, operation is. Now, four, we're going to pray. Four, we know, this three. is the thing we need to do. If, if there's a need, we have to Definitely. act. Now, we're not, not no, going to come and... Um, can't lead you anymore. There's nothing. It's bound and bound. Now, I just want to boost your faith, both of you now. Yeah. I listened to, a, to it. I read a... a uh, I'm not much into Facebook, but I just you know, every now and then I browse on that, and I saw this guy, Rose Salisbury, has got an historic network, you know, saying that uh, he got divorced about seven, eight years ago, right? And uh, after the divorce, you know, that he said, but the house that you know wasn't worth like having, and he had to sell the house. He wanted to sell the house for financial survival, mm -hmm. and as he was about to sell the house, you know, uh, 
the agents came and said, in America they call it the septic veins of the house needs to be redone. We call it the sewer veins. Mm -hmm. And he said, the cost was about 15000 there, $15,000. And he didn't have money. So as he was praying one day, he just heard <coughs> faith coming in there. And that's what happened to me now. Faith coming in, you know. And he said, he said he went up to the, the sewer, the sewer vein, you know, and the septic core. And he said to him, from now on you operate well. Although you have been certified as something wrong, you operate well. I command you. Done. Then the next day he called the agents and said, bring the people that's going to test it again, you know. Because they came a couple of months ago and they tested this, the, the septic tank, you know, septic sewer, and they, uh, they put some, some uh, chemicals and the chemicals pitched up in a creek down the road, basically. So that means it was leaking, mm. right? But they came and they tested it again, no leak whatsoever. Mm. Done. And they digged up and so there's no problem. And I thought to myself, if I can do that, and this has popped up in my spirit now, what can God do for Mike? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm serious. I've experienced miracles before. I've experienced yeah. healing, and I know He can do it again. Mm. Yes. No, now you see, we are we, we are talking about who we are in the earth. Mm. We are talking about who we are in the earth. We are God's people. Amen. Now I must tell you something as well. Don't disregard the world of medicine. The medical field is tremendous. Mm. Now we're gonna. We're going to structure it right and we're going to, we're going to trust God. When they operate, everything will be properly done. Yeah. If you want to be done without operation, we can trust God for that as well. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, they explained it to me how it's actually going to be done because there's two methods. Mm -hmm. There's a very invasive method um, where they actually cut you mm -hmm. and they remove it. Um, and then that, there's actually quite a, a, a strenuous recovery period. Mm -hmm. okay. Then. There's a new way that they do it where they actually make a pinprick mm -hmm. and they do it with that mm -hmm. and that is actually much quicker. Mm -hmm. And then she also said to me that my medical aid mm -hmm. covers that. Mm -hmm. Covers the new method well, and not then you know not the old one. If I just I, I just wanna add this is I and uh Daryl will agree and so will everyone else here. We can't heal you. Mm -hmm. Impossible. Yeah. But God Almighty can heal you. But what God wants from us is the demonstration, as Daryl said earlier on. God can do it, but God can do it through and in us to do it for you. And so it's not it's not for it's not for 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 us to come and you know be disappointed or we want to rejoice in what God has already done, because the Bible says that. By his stripes. And if we understand the stripes that Jesus took by his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. And it's a matter of, you know, Jesus said it many times in the Gospels, and it's written there, he could do no <coughs> major miracles or works there because of unbelief. Yeah. And so I just want unbelief to be discarded completely. And we look to God and say, God, your world. And his world is already demonstrated by being worked for us to be healed. And then whatever else. You know, God wants to do in line with our faith, but stretch out to God. Mm -hmm. He can put that no, far back. I stand with it every day. He can <laughs> heal that. He can give you the, the, yeah. the medical aid. Whatever God yeah. wants to do, yeah. it's yeah. His will. 
Um, and we, we're just asking God to do it because yeah. He's gracious. He's a loving God. Um, yeah. But we're definitely going to believe that He, that he yes. will do it. As I said to you, when Michael was talking, I just had it soak in me. Mm. I call the level of faith. When, when you talk, the body increases. A level of faith, a level of faith will increase it. Yes. You know, if God, might, I also want to pray for sick people. If God could do that in the old covenant, completely heal a nation. Israel walked for 40 years in the yeah. wilderness. Yeah. Not one of them were diseased. Mm -hmm. Not one single one of them had a sickness. These shoes didn't even wear out. Right. We can go on and on True. about that. Now imagine you're wearing jeans that grows on you from age two. It's fucked, it's still fits you. <laughs> every, the stitch has grown on you and everything. The Levi has grown on you. Mm. Now, I would like the Levi to grow on me forever. That's what I had in the old covenant. We are in a better covenant. Yeah. So when we pray for Michael and that you don't do not it's not, we are not concerned about the definition of the disease or the sickness. Our concern is healing. The healing doesn't lie in our praying. The healing lies, as Malcolm said, by his stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you remind your father. You heal the whole nation in the yeah. old covenant. Yes, Lord. None of them had disease. None of them. Yes, Lord. Why? David said, because you sent forth your word. Yes. You healed it. We yes. sent forth the word tonight. Yes, Lord. In Michael's legs. Yes. In the name of you. You sent forth his word. You sent forth. Your word about into Michael's legs, into his veins. And we command the veins to receive life. Yes, 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 life, 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 life come. Thank you, Lord. Not the life of Daryl, but the life of Christ. We release over Michael tonight. Resurrection life. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. He sent forth the word in every cell of his legs. In fact, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, we send forth the word. Yes, Lord. Your word, life, yes, yeah, and amen. That which we have heard, that yes. which we have seen, yes, yes, Lord. that which we have seen with the eyes of God, yes, that Lord. which we have observed, yes, and that which we have handled, yes, says John. Yes, that word of life yes, now yes, manifests. Yes, Lord. In Michael's legs, in Jesus' name. Thank you, we command this legs to receive the word of God. Mm. Yes, Lord. We, com we command every atom, every neutron, every bit of yeah. plasma, every vein of God yes, to receive life. Yes. Life. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, as the doctors have given their report, Father. Yes. We thank you for that, Father, because they've diagnosed the problem, yes. Lord. Yes, that Lord. the blood can flow down, but it doesn't flow up. Father, but we thank you for your report. Yes, Father, yes. we speak to these veins. Father, yes, we speak Lord. to this blood. Yes. Father, your word says yes. that the life is in the blood. Yes. Yes, and Lord. we command this blood Amen. in these veins to operate Amen. as you made it, Lord. Yes. In the beginning when you created uh -huh. it. And your blood, you will start going up and working according to the word of God, yes, the will of God, yes, the voice of the living God. Yes, and I thank you, Lord, these veins will be restored and healed, Father. Yes, and we Lord. thank you, Lord, for a testimony 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So we wait with patience, Lord, Jesus but we wait in hope, Father, and believe. Jesus, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that Michael and his wife will receive this word, Father. Yes, Lord. Lord, that they will begin to thank you for yes, what you're doing and what yes, you've done, yes, Father. And give you all the glory, all yes, the praise, and all the yes, honor, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. To normalcy. Amen. Thank you. 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 you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank 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 you. We pray for a miracle tonight. Yes, yes. The first miracle, oh God, is yes. dawn does not belong to the order of Adam. She yes. belongs to the order of Christ. Yes. And this condition have no right in this body because this body does not belong to the Adamic. Belongs to the Christ order, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. and we release the Christ order upon her from the crown of her head to the feet of her souls. And we we ask you, God, yes, to. Release your life upon her knees. Her knees. And God, we banish the pain. We banish the cartilage that won't operate anymore. And we pray for renewed cartilage. In the name of Jesus. Once again, not after the order of Adam. But after the order of Christ, after the order of the resurrection. And I say to you, God, Paul says, if you have been in sin after the order of Adam, you've partaken of the natural, so will you partake of Christ, the order of the Spirit. Yes, Lord. Release that order of the Spirit upon her right now, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. In the name of Jesus Christ, and we send for the word of healing yes, Lord. into a whole body. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. And at night of dawn, when she, when, she, when she has pain, we ask you to relieve her of the pain. Yes, Lord. We ask you when the doctors are father, decide what I want to do, God. You will be the doctor yes, Lord. at that moment. Yes, Lord. This is not because we pray now. Yes, Lord. This is because here. We determined this before time began. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I have the right and I have the right. Yes. I bring Michael and Dawn and I put them before time. Yes, Lord. When everything, oh God, has been settled. Yes, Lord. And I give you the praise, I give you the honor, I give you the glory on their behalf. Yes, Lord. You are the God. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rufika, that heals us. Yes, Lord. But not only are you healing us from the outside now. You're healing us from the inside. Yes, Lord. Christ in us explodes. Yes, Lord. In us. Amen. I'm going to read Romans 8 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, and he does, that's the Holy Spirit. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies, to the spirit who dwells in you. Amen. 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 It's yours to receive it. Thank you. Claim it. Walk in it in Jesus' name. Thank you very much. Thank you. You see, guys, once you begin to realize who you are, I said to you, you are not in Adam, you are in Christ. There's something else. She also needs prayer. 
and she's going to um, Scotland and she's got to pay. Okay, start. No. Okay. No. So let's start from the whole, the whole beginning so it doesn't. Mm. I was accepted to study with the Global Prophetic Alliance and they are based in Scotland. So most of the studies are done online. Mm -hmm. And twice a year, I have to travel there for physical importations. Um, so, this is something that the Lord spoke to me about before the applications even opened, before I even knew that they had a program. Um, so, I'm trusting that if it is His vision for me, that He needs to make the provision for it. Because obviously, out of my own circumstances, the I can't provide for it, so he has to provide for it. So that's what I'm standing on: is I need a sponsor for the program, and I need sponsors to actually get me there and back. Um, so that's what we need to pray for: is for his provision for this vision, because this was. Amen. His words spoken to me before it was even on my radar. Okay. And you're not just sitting back, you're doing what you can. Yes. No. So when is your date of going? Is it a set date for you? They are. I'm not exactly sure. I know it's end of March and I think it's the end of August. Okay. So it's for five to it's five to seven days each time. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Your preference of going, when, when do you want to go? It's up to you. No, you must go no, both. No, must go both. You must go both times. Yes. Okay. So March is around the corner. Exactly. <laughs> you got your passport. I have applied for a passport. I must just go to Standard Bank to do the, the last bits. But the banks are much quicker than the department. Yes. Uh, okay. So I think, I'll tell you, I tell you, I tell you what. We all will, will pray for you, mm. right? Mm. And next week we will we'll trust God to sort out mm. your your sponsorship and so because you're gonna go there for a week. Please promise us one thing, you're gonna not gonna come and talk like a pommy. <laughs> I believe you know if God wants to further our, our your spiritual career, okay fine. No matter where it is, spoken to you, we've gotta assist you. Mm. We're gonna come together. Whether it's whether it's by prayer or other means, we need to make we need to make amends for that. Yeah. Mm. So I promise you, we, we will pray for you. Mm. Want us to pray now? I'm tired now. Can I sit? <laughs> we don't have to do it now. I think I think also what what Yaro um, shared earlier on about uh, the government. Mm. See, the government is on Jesus' shoulders, and Yaro mentioned yeah. about the different. Um, Thank you. because you will start opening doors and closing doors so that again you're trusting him as, as Daryl said you, you know if the original is coming back into alignment yes. and you meant to be there that's part of the alignment mm. and so you're going to have to be there yeah. um, and your father 
Yes. You are a son. You know that, don't you? Yes. Like, I'm a bride. Yes. <laughs> you are a son. Yeah. And that alignment is yeah. there, you know. Yeah. So, and I think Daryl mentioned earlier on, he said, find a father. I don't know if you have a father, mm -hmm. a natural or a spiritual father, or if it's both. Important to connect with that mentor, that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but God will make way, I agree, and I think... I think that. Uh, <laughs> do you go? Do you go there? Do you stay there for a time and then you come back? Right? Seven days. Over a week and then come back. Yes. Ten, ten days basically, yeah. and you come back. So, so, so it's like, like learning, learning. Then you physically go, have the meetings and the importation, come back, learn, learn, yes. learn. Go again in August. There for a week, so a week yeah. in March, a week in August. Yes. But the whole year is the program yes. of the prophetic or something. Yes, yes, okay. yes. You are LCBA? Yes. Okay. Anybody else want to add on that? Michael, you want to say something? Um, no. I would say to you that uh, I, be I believe he knows that. Uh, uh, how long are you with us now? Two months. From day one. It's our third one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, no, you yes. came the second week. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right, okay, fine. I believe that this is a... I spoke to, to Louise about this coming year, you know, and I, I just think that God opened up a way through Michael for this to happen here, okay? And uh, I believe... How do I say this to you? I'm not, I, 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 in the past, I would not be bold, but with humility, I would say, I, I would say to, to you this. Go and learn that side. Watch the year. Yes. Now, you agree? There's something specifically that, um, because when I spoke to the Lord about what is going to happen this year, what is my, mm -hmm. what is my 2022 going to look like? So he said to me that my 22 is going to be a rapid learning year of which I'm learning from you, but I also need to learn from them because mm -hmm. They have a global yeah. anointing mm. under which covering I need to fall okay. right. in order to bring me where he's taking me. Yeah. So, um, yes, the, and, yeah. and then I said it's, it's absolutely going to be such a rapid learning year where I think to myself that all this information cannot possibly fit into my mind. Yet he's just going to stretch it and yeah. stretch it and yeah. stretch it. I want to just say to you, this, this, uh, what God says to me now is that go and learn. Go and learn. That is the beginning phase. You learn, you learn, but that will be the beginning phase. Mm. Right? I will not ever take you up now and teach you the prophetic now because I will mess you up. I'm honest, I will just mess you up. I'm serious. Because most, most of the church, the church knows only this is that. Uh, the prophetic is edification, exhortation, and comfort, right? Which is the gift, basically. But beyond that, it goes way, way beyond that. I believe we should be operating by a prophetic trait in every human being there's a prophetic trait. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago? God brought the animals to Adam to see what he would call them, what he would call them, corral them. That's your prophetic trait. Basically, and that's how we're supposed to operate. Basically, that needs to be sharpened, you know, in in us. Mm. But only the prophetic grace can do that. Not the gift. The grace can do that. Mm. Basically, so go, my blessing, man. Not that I'm in charge of you, but I am in charge of you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. When I when I say that, okay, friend, I mean 
I've come here and I've, no, I've learned to love mm. everybody that comes in here. I know it, not, there's not everybody will sit and listen to this stuff continually. Mm. They will come and they will complain and grumpy, grumpy. But some of them will be grumpy and their eyes will open in grumpiness. Serious. Mm. I've seen that. Mm. The cape is still in the holiday mood, party mood. But we, I'm willing to, 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 to lay my life down. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to drive from Kelsor, speak to my tank. It mm. all stuck on me mm. to come here because I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Umyan, the Lord says to you, your, your troubles with your family, your son. God says, I've seen your tears, I've seen your crying. The Lord says he's going to lift you up like a beacon. You're not to be old. You're not too old to experience the miraculous in relationships. The Lord says he's going to honor you as a father like you've never been honored before. I salute you, sir. I, I salute you with that word. Amen. Your son not serving the Lord. Misschien kun je niet En ik heb ons zien en de is niet te oud om een verwonderd te zien. Ja, 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 Ik voel als die heren, als die gebid het voor hem om een job te krijgen en die wees ook om vat hem in die straat te krijgen. 
Als die jaren kwam, een werk voorzien het, ja. die mensen om kom vraag om te gaan werken, ja. dan dap gewoon ze. Ja. Dan is het, dan is het, uh, die jaren zal verantwoordelijk wees Verder. om die restaurant ja. op te lig, zodat so er genoeg financiële kan inkom. Precies, wat ik met een praat. Ja. Ja, ik geloof dat hier tijd per einde van maart, april maand gaan hier ja. die gaan die leven veranderen. Ja. Voor alle zonen in Afrika gaan die leven veranderen. Fabrieken, uh, firma's en maatschappijen, klein bezigheden gaan weer beginnen opnemen, optellen en gaan groeien. Dus even je ziet die met Anna. En nog een ding wat op mijn hart is, wat op mijn hart is nou zo. Hij verdient, hij verdient. Hier is die Nou, dat vat dit voor hem. Samen met hem, voor die jaren en zeven die jaren. Jere, je wordt geëerd met, wat ook al het is, tiende, eerste langsgeerwe, wat ook al een so, offer aan, breng dit naar die jere toe. Dan het jy moest recht om te praat financieel voor die jere. Hoe moet dat doen? Dat doen we dit, sê, ons allemaal sê, baie mense vraag vir financiële ondersteuning in die kerk. Maar nou hier nie Godse woord nie. Ek moet die woord, hoor nie, die tiende, as ek al eistend, dit is al moed, dit is al moed, dit sê die jere, eer om my. Want als jij dat niet wil vragen, hoe kon ik onder? Of een ander? Ach, ik dit, dat even hier, want je dat, dan ik ik zie dat ik zie dat ik zie dat dat ik zie Zij derel zei, nee, ik is, um, ik is goed genoeg, ik is I'm bold enough, om vir te sê, ik zal nou vertel hem jy, ik is, I'm bold enough to tell you, that God is about to bless the church financially. Oh yes, amen. You hear what I'm saying to you? Amen. God is about to break the boundaries of our incomes. <laughs> our profits is going to increase beyond measure. Yeah. First thing, honor God. That's what I'm saying to you. I know what I'm talking about. I know what it is to give and, exp- and God breaks out and then also experience times when you think it's tough and you hold back and everything cringes and crumbs in. I know how, how, what shrinkage can, can happen. I'm saying to you tonight, hear what I'm saying to you tonight. Right? Want God to step into your finances, you better step into his finances. Hello? I'm I mean... I'm serious, guys. I've seen that. Mm. I was flying to Johannesburg once on a Monday morning. I had no car. God said to me, when you come back, I'm going to give you a car. And as a plane flew over Beaufort West, I, told myself, I said to God, yeah, right. I was very ugly with God. I'm honest. Mm. I just looked out the window. I said like this. I said, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You landed in Job God said, I'm going to give you a car. When you land back in Cape Town on Friday afternoon, you'll have a car. I came, I had a couple of rent I made in Java, came back, you know, up and down, and, uh, and uh, we were having supper, eh? And supper and kept on Friday evening fish and chips. And as we ate, knock on the door, come in, there was a couple that walked with me, and we asked them, we're hungry, they ate, and then they said to me, uh, we actually, time constraint, yes, we're gonna give you Daryl uh, a gift. And they gave me a big envelope, an A4 envelope. 
And only when you get an A4 brown envelope, it's either a summons or you are whatever, you know. Mm. Well, uh, I was scared. To, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was scared to open it. Out of my mind was this car. Mm. Mm. Open up, out comes this document, license for a car, paid for the next year. This is your car. Gave me the keys and everything. And I just said that I was too, I was taken. Mm. Now, if, if you if you sit with a gift like that, You've never had your own car before. I had an own car, but not, you know, like this now. And uh, I sit there, and I want to cry, and God said, what are you crying for? First thought was, go drive it. Mm -hmm. I was too scared to go drive the thing. I drove it around, I came back. I still didn't believe it was my car. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, as that happened, I said to you right now, You've seen nothing yet in the mm. area of finances. In the finances. I can tell you how, how I walked with somebody in our midst. He was losing everything. And God said to me, walk with him, he will not lose it. If you walk with him, he will not lose it. If you walk away from him, he will lose it. I know what it is. Mm. I know what it is. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 God is good. I also have a small testimony. If, if I go back and I think where I was um, a year ago, mm. um, a year ago today, I was diagnosed with COVID. Mm. Um, three days after I was diagnosed, I was hospitalized. Mm. I couldn't breathe. I was very bad. It was touch and go. Um, before that, we, we used to only have an income from the flea market, which was three days a week, which was doing well. Mm. And then because of COVID, they closed the market down. Mm. So there was no other source of income. And we decided to start something from the house. It was very small, but it covered, covered the rent, covered this, covered that. It paid for what needed to be paid. At the same time, the lady that worked for us, we discovered 